Welcome to episode 231 of Hit the Mic with the Stacey Harris. Hello, hello, episode 231. I'm very, very excited to talk about Ideal Clients today. We have talked about Ideal Clients a few times on the show uh, with guests and things like that, but today I wanna get really clear on the three things you must know about your ideal clients. If you don't know these three things, it's gonna be really hard to make uh, a lot of decisions, but specifically social media marketing decisions. If you don't know these three things, it's gonna be really hard for you to connect the dots so that you can make sure that you are connecting with them. Uh, And so that's what I wanna talk about today because I would say probably 80% of the questions that you guys send me about social media, my answer is, well, what does your ideal client say? Where does your ideal client spend time? What does your ideal client want to see? You know, how does your, what kind of terms are your ideal clients using? Like it comes down to something about who it is you're talking to, because if you don't know who you're talking to and you don't know really clearly what they want to hear and and more importantly, what they need to hear, it's gonna be really hard to connect with them. So again, that's what we're gonna talk about today. Reminder time. So next week on, well, depending on when you're listening to this, but next week on the 27th from when this went live, on January 27th at uh, 9 a.m. Pacific time, we're gonna be doing a webinar on uh, the who, the where, and the what of your social media. And these are really the three pieces that answer a lot of the questions when it comes and it's you know the who being your ideal client so if you enjoyed this episode we're going to dive deeper on that call uh so join us if you want to go to the stacyharriscom slash free training you will see the uh link and sign up information and all of that good stuff uh to make sure you are on the list for that i also wanted to give you guys kind of a random heads up i think i have mentioned this on the show this year so far but i'm not entirely sure i have Uh, I am kind of obsessed with Snapchat right now. So if you would like to kind of see the behind the scenes or if you want to get a question answered by me, I answer a ton of questions on Snapchat. uh, And I kind of show the behind the scenes of what's going on and uh, snap, you know, random rants and photos and tips and things. Uh, So if you haven't yet, follow me on Snapchat at the Stacey Harris. I know I'm super original. Uh, you know, that's just me leading by example, guys. Don't confuse your audience. Uh, so come join me over on Snapchat. Uh, it's super fun. Uh, with that, let's get into the show. What do you say? Does that sound good? You in? You in? Okay. So <laughs> for me, um, knowing super, super clearly who I'm talking to is, is critical. If I don't know who I'm talking to, I don't know how to provide them value. And if you've ever heard me say anything before, you know I am a huge proponent of leading with value. If you're not providing value, there is no reason for you to be doing this. Uh, so you gotta lead with it. You gotta start right from the start, given the expectation of value. Uh, and so for me, it comes down to being able to really, really clearly say, this is what we've got going on, and this is how it helps you. But again, if I don't know who I'm talking to, it's hard for me to say that this is how it helps you or say whatever it is I need to say in a way that's gonna connect with them long enough that they stick around for the part where I say, and here's how it's gonna help you, okay? So the three things you must know about your ideal client. One, 
Yes, you do need to know their age, their gender, what they do for a living, their marital status, if they have kids. Those things are super helpful. It is nice to have an idea of where in their life they are, what their opinions are on things. The mistake people make is this is as far as they go. And I see this a lot. I see this, you know, I'll ask somebody who, you know, we're on a call or something, uh, and I'll say, okay, so tell me a little bit about your ideal clients, a little bit about who you want to be working with. And they'll go, oh, well, she's 25, she is a uh, female, and she's an online entrepreneur. It's like, awesome, there's only like 10 billion of those in the world. Like, there's, that's, that's super great information, but not nearly enough. Uh, because I was a 25-year-old online entrepreneur. That doesn't mean I was your ideal client. I was in my very first year of business. Are you talking to people who are in their 10 plus years? I was a VA. Were you talking to people who are high-end uh, productivity coaches? Or are you talking to fitness instructors? Or are you talking to somebody selling uh, monthly boxes? You know, those uh, mailbox. You know those boxes where you, like, samples and stuff. I can't think of box subscriptions is all I can think of. But anyways, you know, who who in there are you talking to? And so, yes, you do need to know for, you know, sort of my favorite way to refer to this is their age, rank, and serial number. You do need to know that basic information. But that information is not going to tell you a whole lot about who they are. So, yes, start there. That's the first thing you need to know. Age, gender, job, those things. But step two, the second thing you need to know is the deeper dive. How do they feel about what it is you're talking about? What is it that, that drives them crazy about what you're talking about? What is it that they are frustrated with? What is it that they love about what you're talking about? Because a lot of times for me, it, it gets easier to focus on the positive in marketing. I think that we're so used to scarcity and scare tactics and you are going to be an utter failure if you don't join this program right now. Instead, I like to talk about what's possible. Think about the idea of building a community that follows you anywhere. Think about the idea of building a business that is connected to the world through social media. Think about starting a revolution with your message because you were able to get in front of your audience and really truly visible to them so that they could hear your message. Isn't that more intriguing than the idea of if you don't build a strategy, your business is going to fail? I think so. So think about, again, not just what they're frustrated with, not just what's holding them back, not just where they are, are like, screw it, I'm done. Focus on what's possible for them. What is it that they want to see if these things were working? Pay attention to that stuff too, okay? Uh, and once you know those things, it makes it really easy to do several things, right? Copy, right? Social media updates, right? blog posts, figure out what kind of content to create, figure out where to guest post, okay? The third thing you need to know about them is where are they spending time? So we know their gender and their job and all of those basic things. 
we know a little deeper. We know how they feel, where they're at in their life, how many years they've been in business, how they feel about what we're going to help them with, what they love about it, what they hate about it. We know, we know sort of the who of who they are. The third thing we have to know is where they're spending their time. And, and I don't just mean for your industry. I don't just mean like who are the people who are in your space are already following. I'm talking about what are the things around what you do. So again, for me, because I think this is the easiest example for me to give you. I'm not talking about do, are they spending time reading, you know, Social Media Examiner and follow, listening to Amy Porterfield's podcast, and which I love, by the way, both of those resources. Um, you know, Mari Smith on Facebook. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about who's their business coach? Who do they go to for design inspiration? Where are they building their website at? What courses are they taking? Um, what lifestyle blogs are they reading? What communities are they a member of? What Twitter chats are they making sure they're at every week or every month? Uh, who are they following on Periscope in the productivity space or in the time management space? If they are follow, I can tell by who they're following there, joint venture partners, guest post places, podcasts I want to be interviewed on. Uh, I can see where I can go to get right in front of them um, without competing. And and I'm, again, I'm not a big proponent of competition. I'm not, you know, it's not something I spend a lot of time on. For example, I super encourage you to go listen to other people's podcasts about social media because everybody's going to give you really great information and you will pull out of it what you need when you need it. And I don't think it's an either or. I think we all have different focuses and different ways of presenting this information. And I feel that way in any industry. But it would be a little strange for me to go on somebody who was a lot like me's podcast and talk about this stuff because they're probably talking about this stuff. And, and if they're going to bring on a guest, they're going to want to bring on a guest that's bringing on. Like, I don't bring a lot of social media guests on this show. Not a lot. And that's because I spend so much time talking about social media. When I bring a guest on this show, I want to bring a fresh perspective to something else you need. That's, that's important to me is that you guys have that, that different perspective on, on all parts of business. Okay. And so the same is true for when I'm going to guest post or when I'm going to do podcast interviews. And so by knowing where they spend time in the places around or related or adjacent to what I do, I can find those opportunities to, to get in front of them where they already are. And it's a whole lot easier for me to go where they are than try to like magnetize them to me through like voodoo magic or, you know, Facebook ads. <laughs> On the topic of Facebook ads, knowing who they are and how they feel about things and who they're following helps with targeting your Facebook ads, helps in choosing your networks, helps in what kind of content you write, how often you write content, when you email um, knowing these things is what's going to inform all your other decisions. So these are the three things you have to have to know about your ideal clients. Yes, you have to know the basics. Age, rank, and serial number, so to speak. Age, gender, occupation, that stuff. Marital status, those kind of things are helpful. But then dive deeper. How do they feel? How, who are they as a person? Dive into that. And what are their needs, feelings around what it is you're offering? And then three, where are they spending time? 
Where can you find them? Where can you get in front of them? Where can you find ways to provide them value? I'm going to say that again. Where can you find ways to provide them value? Okay, that is going to be critical. And again, these decisions, these this outline, it informs everything else. One bit of bad news. It's unfortunately not set it and forget it. It's unfortunately not something that you can do one time and be like, oh, well, we're good now. <laughs> I never have to do that again. This will be something that you do again and again, over and over, because your business will change, your ideal clients will change, your your ideal client specifics will vary maybe from product to product, product to product. For example, the same kind of person uh, goes into hit the mic backstage or joins us for social pro. But typically, the ideal client for social pro is a little different than the ideal client for hit the mic backstage because of what it is they're looking for. You know, hit the mic backstage is full of really like how to tutorials and how to get things done. It's at a much lower price point. Um, there is a lot more uh, long term access to me because it's it's evergreen. It's not just it's not just eight weeks like social pro is. So it's somebody who's looking for ongoing support. Now, a lot of people join both because they complement each other very, very well. But somebody who's in a position to make an investment and hit the mic backstage may not be in a point where they can make the investment in social pro. And somebody who makes the investment in social pro may not need something like hit the mic backstage because they have a team that's actually executing because that's part of what we talk about in social pro is how to outsource. So they may not need to be catching up with the day-to-day in something like hit the mic backstage, but they may buy it for their VA. Do you know what I mean? So that that's the thing to to remember as you as you grow and change your business and you vary your offerings and you have different things going on, remember how important it is that you review this and you make sure that it's still a fit. Okay? All right. That's our show for today. Thank you for listening. Again, reminder that free training is on Wednesday. So thestacyharris.com slash free training to check it out. And I will see you next time.